right. So, uh, well, it's been a while since we've done a recording. I think we're literally recording the day before we yeah. release on on uh, Patreon. So a lot has happened in the last week, which we've kind of touched on already, but there's so much. Have you managed to watch any of your, your watch list? Or? So, no, I mean, I finished off Sabrina this morning. Do you want to rephrase that? <laughs> no, phrasing. <laughs> uh, no, I finished watching Series 4 of Sabrina um this morning which was quite a, an ordeal to go through because there's a lot going on okay. again i'm still i think i'm gonna have to watch the end of series of three because i don't understand how hmm. what's happened has happened with the two sabrinas okay um but i quite enjoyed it it was nice it was adventurous there were some funny moments now you're watching the the Fright Club do the time warp in a battle of the bands with Satan provide, uh, presiding over the events. Sorry, I should start <laughs> this entire episode series with spoiler alert. Uh, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I quite enjoyed that. It was quite entertaining. Which was then followed by Sabrina's band doing Sweet Child of Mine, which was a bit of a letdown. Oh, okay. I was just going to say, how did they sound? So is this the end of the entire show now? Or is there another part to come? Or I don't know. I've heard there's going to be a fifth part. Mm. But the way the series has ended, I try to think how they're going to, how they're going to do season five. I'm sure Netflix will find a way. Oh, they always do. They do. Come on, they've, they've sort of brought stuff back from the dead already, haven't they? <laughs> Multiple times. Yeah, yeah. Some of them better than others. I mean, Lucifer, that was a, a huge success. Yes, I did enjoy the first half of season five. I am still waiting to see the second half of season five, as are many, many others. What's yeah. What I find really irritating at the moment is the fact that a lot of the websites go in, updates on Lucifer part two of series five. Click here to find out more information. You go through it and there is no information as to when that's coming out. It's not, one, it's not one article I've seen. It's about seven. Uh, they know some, what they're doing. Here's some news. It's all the same news you sent me like two months ago when mm. I looked at it. The only thing I actually know is happening in the next season is there's a musical episode, which I'm thoroughly looking forward to. No way. Way. Oh, that will be good. Yeah. Following in the steps of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes. And Scrubs. Yes. And, and what was the other Supernatural one? Supernatural has done one. Supernatural, sort of. that's it, yeah. Sort of. It wasn't a true musical episode, but as they're into series 15 and they've kind of gone, well, let's just do what we can. Uh, they made sure that Sam doesn't sing because he can't. <laughs> but Dean, who is a singer, who has albums, was on stage with a guy who was in Leverage, oh. who also sings. He's got a wickedly good voice. Nice. You know, there's a dance routine as well with um, Castiel. Right, Misha, Misha Collins, and all yeah. sorts of stuff. It's actually not bad. It was, it was a very <laughs> short-lived musical episode, but it was a musical a musical parted episode, at least. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Do you know what? I know that we've got a Twitter poll episode that's coming out very soon on our Patreon mm -hmm. page, where we kind of touch on the fact that you haven't seen three of the four. Best Picture 
winners, I might on, say, man. Oscar winners. Yeah, you uh, also haven't seen one, so don't don't pull this one on me. Yeah, yeah. One of four, three of four. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to add credence to your point there and say I've never seen an episode of Supernatural. Seriously, there are 15 seasons. It's been on for 15 years. How have you not seen a single episode? I know, I know, I know. Like, I'm not Shame being funny, on me, right? season 1 to 13, I think it is, on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Other well, streaming look, I, services are also um, available. <laughs> I am currently finishing off the final season of uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is on, now on Disney+. Plus. Right, don't um, give me on that, because I'm, I'm up to season I won't, 5. I, won't. We finished I won't say five. words, don't you worry. But I want to check something with you. Opening to season 5 was by far the best of five seasons. Remind me, because it's a while ago since I watched okay, that. Okay, so Colson appears up in, in on a spaceship, we presume at the beginning. Right. And then Mac turns up and just knocks out somebody straight away without question. And Colson's like, what's going on? He goes, I don't know where I am. I'm in space. Seems like a sensible thing to do. The first yeah. 15 minutes of that episode is what S.H.I.E.L.D. is all about. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I remember. No, Mac's totally. My, Mac is one of my favorite characters because at one point he gets his shotgun axe yeah. made, <laughs> which is a formidable weapon, and I'd love to see that in Call of Duty. Oh, Let's yes. Be oh, imagine the melee kills with that. <laughs> yeah, even if it's on the zombies level, I'd happily accept that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. No, I'm just finishing off that season. I say I'm finishing off. I'm three episodes into that final season. Series seven. I, yeah, series seven. When I do finish it, though, I promise you, I am going to move on to Supernatural. I think okay. it's only right that I I watch yeah. that next. I need a good uh, a good show to watch now after this. So. It's it's good. It has its highs and lows as any long running TV it. series. Yeah. You know, there's a couple of series where there's a bit. Uh, not the best of villains, I suppose, the best way to okay. do it. But what's, what's nice about it is a lot of characters have come back and forth. Mm. You know, okay. like I said, there's, there's that one series, episode in series, I want to say five, where there's yeah. the Groundhog Day. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You'll enjoy that one. And what yeah. comes from it. Uh, okay. But no, it's, it's definitely one to watch. Uh, yes, I'm going to add that to my list. Yeah. We got halfway through series 15. Obviously, with COVID and obviously lockdown and all that, it's gone. We haven't finished it, so we're going to try and go back and start mm. series 15 from the beginning again. Yeah, yeah. But it had well, it's taken us a while to get through 14 seasons of that. <laughs> I bet. Well, that's, that's one that I'm going to watch on my own, I think, because uh, the wife doesn't like anything that couldn't actually happen. <laughs> Those are her words. She can't watch something. <laughs> Knowing that it couldn't actually happen. Okay. So on your list was Greenland, if I'm not mistaken. It was, yes. And I got the chance to watch that the other day. Have you seen it yet? I watched it today. Ah, I, so. You go first, because it was on your watch list, and then I came okay. in and went, I'm also going to watch this. So you, you <laughs> take lead on this one, and then I'll, I will weigh in. Yeah. Okay, so Greenland, uh, obviously, as you can tell from what we're saying it's been released in the uk at least in in february or march no what is it february, february. yeah oh, lost track of the days there uh february 2021 release here in the uk gerard butler and as 
you can probably not tell by the title, it is a disaster movie. Uh, for me, it is an extended advert as to why Elon Musk wants uh, the human race to be multi-planetary. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's I've got to say, it, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got to say, though, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought that that genre of film had been done to death, no pun intended. Um, but this film, I just felt it, it, it sort of had a, a breath of fresh air into it. So, uh, yeah, mean, there's, there's, there are some scenes that have been done to death, you know, like, for example, and this isn't very spoilery because by the trailer, you know what's going to happen. Um, but there is a scene where they get sort of fireballs rained on them and they're trying to get away from it. And that's, that has been seen in other films, you know, like Armageddon, for example. But I suppose it is what would happen if an asteroid was going to hit the Earth, especially if it was in several thousand fragments. You know, so it's, you know, plausible. But, uh, yeah, what, what was your initial thought then? Uh, very much like yours, it's, you know, it's been done to death. Again, no pun intended. Um, I I quite enjoyed it. I quite liked the fact that Jared Butler wasn't hiding the fact he was Scottish. Yeah, my wife and I said the exact same thing as we were watching it. The exact well, same thing. You know, I like the fact he's not trying to be, you know, American. It's not like watching him in you know, White House Down. Not White House Down. <laughs> Angel has fallen on that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I totally agree. Um, you know the uh, the premise of it. So another thing I liked is that with these disaster movies, right? You got things like um, just I think like 2012, perfect example, where you've got some of the main characters who get split up, and then it's all about them trying to find each other. There was an element of that in this film, but it wasn't all about that. No, I I liked that the fact that it was not all about that. No, I quite I. Like I said, I, I mean, you know, I had a brief text about it earlier. Mm. I, I enjoy the film. I love um, his co-star, Moran Karen. I like her. She was in Deadpool. Mm. She was in Gotham. Yeah, Homeland. Yeah. You know, they were a really good couple. What kind of yeah. frustrated me at the beginning is I, I felt like I came into it halfway through a story with those two. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't really sure. resolved to me. Mm. They had a fight. Yeah. Boo fuckity who. Yeah, but there was no context. Yeah, there's no context it, as that, to what caused had, it. But no, and there was no basis for that as part of the story. Yeah. That, that had no impact on the story at it, all. I, I've got to disagree with you on that because I feel the story wasn't about them in that respect. It was about the redemption of the main character, played by Gerard Butler, and how he he turns out to be the guy that is there to protect the family. Now, this is going to touch on a bit of a spoilery sort of element here, but I think it can be summed up in the scenes where they get to uh, the his father-in-law's and his initial reaction, the father-in-law, straight up hates the guy. You know, he's basically accusing him of abandoning the family and so on. But of course, that's where they all meet up again. And then he realizes, actually, no, he's he's a good guy. He is looking to 
you know, a protect his family. He, he's making them the priority. So there is that kind of character arc that I felt it weighed in on, but you didn't need to know what caused that initial rift between them to understand that there was that rift that he was trying to repair. Yeah, but you could say that yeah, even without having th that event that we never saw and kind of got touched upon, you can still have mm. a father-in-law that doesn't like a son-in-law. That can just <laughs> yeah, exist. That's true. That exists day to day without any context of, oh, we had a fight. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> See, I, I, I got the impression it wasn't I, just a fight. There was oh, no. a bit more to it than that. There is a bit more to it than that, yeah. but again, you don't. Know, that is like literally just touched, touched upon in in of the entire film, probably three sentences in the entire film about that whole thing. That is it. Mm. Yes, it, it has no bearing on the film for any anything at all. You take that entire thing out, the film will still play out exactly the same. Yeah, you know, he's still going to protect his family. He's still going to try and get them to safety. Mm. No matter what happens, that is what he is going to do. Yeah, it's, kid, it's the hook, though, isn't it? It's not even a hook. <sighs> it's no, it's not. It's not even like a nibble on the end of the hook. <laughs> what that is is the string on the other end of the fishing line spooled at the very bottom of the spool, tied to the fishing rod. <laughs> the amount of tension you've already got on the rest of that string, that knot makes no use of you for that at all. So this has really wound you up, hasn't it? I just don't see the point of it. I don't see the whole thing. Okay, so if, no, he if you were to... Oh, yeah. there we are. He's going to go to the shop and buy wine for her. There we go, cool. Pop off your fork, Fyla. <laughs> so if you were to reimagine it then, you would just take all that, that part of the story out, would you? would make no impact on the story at all. It makes okay. no difference. It makes no change on character development. It makes no change on storyline. The events mm. are exactly the same. Yeah. Exactly the same. Uh, uh, okay, the events, yes. They would play out exactly the same. But in terms of character development, I, I disagree. Because I, I feel that it goes from a... You've got a flawed character. You know, you've got a, a flawed family, you know, broken family and you it's all about how they the come together. You could the same thing as he forgot to do the dishes and they had an argument about that. Oh my god, he's got a flaw. No, don't That's do true. that. Hey, that could have been it. I just been don't it. know. Yeah. <laughs> that could have been the cause. That could well have been the cause. You know I mean, it just, it just, to me, storyline wise, eh. Okay, alright. What about the, uh, the SFX then? Special effects, what are your thoughts on that? Pretty good. Can't yes. Yeah, really enjoyed like those. Them. That moment when the first piece hit, and they're waiting for the splash. So you know, and it doesn't Explosion. come. Yes, and then next thing you know, Florida. Bye. Oh, yes, that was a. That I thought the way they built up the tension there was just great because you, you look at some of these these other films right so we talked about armageddon earlier deep impact you know mm -hmm. one mm -hmm. of those twin films that came out pretty much back to back but uh you know you tend to see things from a very high level as in government level how are they going to tackle these things you know it's not often that you you see it from like the, the family 
Do you know what I mean? Even 2012 had an element of the government, uh, you know, being involved, and the day after tomorrow as well. You know, with the day after tomorrow, there was the father that worked for that yeah. branch of the government, and so I was okay, say his family. Independence Day then, but even then, you say, yeah, as you say, it's the president <laughs> and the, the the air force, like you know. But no, with with this, it was it was an everyday guy, and it was there was just a family whoa, going about whoa, whoa, their whoa. day. He was a structural engineer. <laughs> yes, he was. He was. He is. Spoiler alert. Um, but no, the the fact is. You've got a family going about their day. They're having a barbecue out the back. They've got some friends around. You know, it's just no about the barbecue. That barbecue was a thing of beauty. I've never known anyone to have a barbecue inside the gazebo. Like, <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. conservatory, the, the barbecue was there with a bloody hood over the top of it. <laughs> I didn't pick up on that. I did. I literally, I, I got watching it going, he said, he's putting a barbecue on next door to the kitchen. <laughs> in a, in, part of the house which has a door to lock yeah. itself out like, I'm not complaining I'm just like to me as a, as watching anything with a barbecue you have it it's in a garden you know yeah I'm with you on that unit. totally there's no there's no extractor above it because I don't know it's outside <laughs> like yeah I just, that part was like weird to me yeah <laughs> Oh man! I, when I see that again, I'm not going to be able to unsee that. You, you won't. <laughs> no, but no, the, the 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 family unit. I thought, you know, the, the way that it was the everyday man story. You know, yeah. it was good. It was a different take on uh, on, a, on, a, on a story that's well, been, as we said earlier, done to death. Yes. Yeah. So no, I enjoyed that. Um, special effects again. I thought they were fantastic, especially the scene at the airport. You know, with the explosion, yeah. that was well done. That was really well done. So uh, yeah, I highly recommend that. If you were to score it out of five, what would you give it? How many stars would you give? Four. Yeah, same. Four. That Definitely. and because the ending slightly annoyed me. Okay. Do you want to explain your reasoning on that? Because I've I had some mixed feelings on it as well. You see. Right. So I mean, we should start this off with. If we don't start every episode with this, we should do. Spoiler alert. Yeah. It's an extinction-level event with a, with an asteroid or comet hitting yeah. the Earth, which was larger than the one that took out the dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, I know where you're going with this. The, <laughs> let's, we'll just ignore the fact that the impact was bloody massive. All right, we'll just skip over that. What annoyed me the most was the fact that the ash settled in nine months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Don't get me wrong. Could be wrong. But nine months without sunlight. Let's fight this. This, this. For example, the dinosaurs were in the right place at the right time. It could have happened. Mm-hmm. Like the ones, I don't know. Under the ocean, or in the ocean rather, you know the ones who are just just will hide from the back of the Himalayas, you know, could have survived nine months without sunlight. No. Yeah, I I agree. The nine months element, I thought, just, because when they opened uh... up that that you know cargo bay door, 
you know I mean? The dock door to the, the bunker, which was remarkably close to the surface. Yes. And remarkably well usable. Because <laughs> there's nothing blocking it, considering they already know, it pointed out that the winds would be at 900 miles an hour, uh, at yeah, 1,000 uh, degrees Celsius, degrees. what have you. Mm-hmm. So let's just skip over the clearly scientific evidence that was presented to us. Nine months? Pretty sure that the, the ash cloud from the dinosaur was over longer than that. Yeah. I'm sure it was over for years. Oh, totally. Totally. I mean, you got the Ice Age and everything. It, you know, it just all came from that. It's, uh, I can't it's ridiculous. Be you know, I don't think you are. I don't think you are. I'm sure I've read stuff similar to this. This point that you're raising. Uh, what about the... Uh, the the montage at the end that when it was going from city to city, yeah. Was yeah. it the fact the buildings were still like partially there, like the yeah. the clearly recognisable landmarks? It was the, it was the clearly recognised land, landmarks, but the one that got me the most was the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> yes, pure metal stood up high, and yeah, the, that hot up. You know, the, the hot the, winds hitting it. Not just that, here's the other one. tsunamis. Right? There were mention mm-hmm. of a thousand foot tsunamis traveling a hundred miles, hundreds of miles an hour, and Sydney Opera House was still standing. Yeah, it's a tough bag of that building, though. Do you mean <laughs> you watch Deep Impact? The Deep Impact with Morgan so, Freeman, yeah, the buildings are doing a domino effect. Hmm. But heaven forbid we trash the Eiffel Tower, Sydney Harbour, Sydney Opera House, and I'm going to go with the Sistine Chapel. Couldn't uh, work out yeah, what it that was. Yeah. Oh, was. it the Sistine Chapel or was it, I think it was. Notre Dame? Or was it, I'm sure it was in Rome. Yeah, it was in Rome. I'm sure it was. Heaven forbid we trash those. Hmm. But a few skyscrapers, CGI, ah, yeah. Yeah, we can make those <laughs> do a domino effect. Yeah. Still, four out of five ain't bad. As a score. No. <laughs> it's, the, right. I, yeah, the uh, part that annoyed me, right? Yeah. There's Had the film ended 30 seconds prior with Go on. the flashbacks, the, you know, that whole thing the kid was like... Ah, uh, right, yeah. It's either one or the other. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. This is why I don't like the end of the Batman Dark Knight franchise, because the ending was wrong. Ooh. It yeah. was. If you follow that through and you follow what Alfred says through the film, what that should have ended with is him in France or Italy, wherever he's going off to, looking off in the distance and smiling. Cut to black. Job done. Yeah. Shouldn't have seen Bruce and Selina Kyle sat at another table because he would not leave Gotham. Yeah. Yeah, That's a really good point. That's actually a trilogy I haven't seen for a while. I remember, that's on my watch list as well, actually. Uh, It's on hours to watch again. Yeah. But you either put in the flashback sequence, you know, the whole thing of being seeing the last moments before you die, flash before you, you know, let your life flash before your eyes. Mm. Or you don't Nine months later, miraculously, ash is all cleared. You can go outside, the birds are chirping, and grass is still there. <laughs> yeah. 
Let me ask you then, what do you think had a part to play in that? The writers, the director, or the studio? That's a toughie. Again, me, whoever involved with is again there's the same band in the same bag as 2012. Yeah. Right? With the mm. neutrinos, was it the neutrinos are, mo- are mutating, and it is never mentioned again what's happened to them. Yeah. Now with uh, with this, I've got a, I've got a strong feeling that this this kind of film, I think the studios must get involved. You know, that's the only common trend, really, isn't it? Because you look at all these films, there's always that happy ending, you know? The only disaster film, if you even want to call it that, that I can think of, which doesn't have the happy ending, uh, and this, I've got to say, is going to be a spoiler alert, is uh, it's the one with um, Ben Affleck. Um, what, The Accountant? No, 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 no. This is an older one. I think it's, is it Some of All Fears, I think? Hang on, let me just double check. Yeah, the one with the nuclear warheads goes missing. Yeah, and it ends in the stadium. Hmm. Yeah, that, that's the one yeah. I'm thinking of, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen that one. Yeah, same. But come on, mate. Do you remember how you reacted when you first saw that scene at the very end? Oh, it's been a while, man. Well, I haven't seen that film in so long, I've forgotten parts of it. And even if, then, I remember, I think, if I remember... If I think it's the right one, I've only probably saw the end of it. I don't remember what happened at yeah. the beginning. If I remember it correctly, I'm pretty sure the nuke goes off in the stadium. They failed to actually stop it. Again, spoiler alert. <laughs> but it has been hmm. wait, out since 2002. Some of all fears. There we go. Yeah, Some yeah. of all fears. Yeah. Which is on Netflix. Ooh, good to know. I'm going to watch that then. It's yeah. the same as um, The Day the Earth Stood Still. Yeah. It's not a happy ending. Half the Earth, earth gets told and then mm. it stops. Yeah, that's true. So I'm just looking now at the cast of Some of All Fears. Leif Schreiber, James Cromwell, Morgan Freeman, and Ben Affleck. Morgan Freeman. Strong. Yeah. Just looking to see if there's anyone else in there that was recognized. Oh, Ken Jenkins. Didn't know he was in that. The only thing I thought he was in was Scrubs. Ken Jenkins. Ken Jenkins. Remind me of Ken Jenkins. You've seen Scrubs, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So he's the chief of medicine. Oh. Bob Kelso. Kelso. Yeah. What's got two yeah. thumbs and don't give a shit? Bob Kelso. <laughs> well, has two thumbs and still doesn't give a shit. <laughs> nice. Uh, good film, that. I remember enjoying it. Jack Ryan. I think it was a Jack Ryan film. Yeah. That's how long ago I watched it. Fair. Yeah. So uh, we've spoken quite a bit about Greenland. Is there anything else that you've seen this week that you feel is worth talking about? We just rewatched the first X Men film. The very first one. The very first one. The 2000 first X-Men film. Man, I remember seeing that in cinema when I was a child. <laughs> I think I saw that in the cinema when I was a child as well. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you think? Looking back now. It's still cheesy. It's still hilarious. I still like it. Yeah. The CGI's yeah. are still okay. <laughs> It's not too and bad, not, is it? And there's not, not many bad. CGI's. The only major CGI I can think of is the uh, what's it called? The the radiation coming out of the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, um, just thinking of films that I've watched. Uh, I watched Motherless Brooklyn. Oh, you meant that was on your list. How was that? 
It was. I loved it. Yeah. So good. Yeah, proper like crime mystery film. Bruce Willis, Edward Norton, Alec Baldwin, just to name a few of the stars. Nice. And uh, I mean, it's based on a novel to start with, but Ed Norton has done a great job, firstly, of directing the film because it's a proper story-led film, you know, like you have with most crime, you know. Uh, The character that he portrays is the main, the title role. So obviously he made the film to give himself a paycheck but uh, his character ha- suffers with Tourette's and it's based in 1950s I believe New York and the way he plays the character with Tourette's is just phenomenal how he didn't win an award I don't well, he actually I don't know did he win an award for that let me just double check 2020 uh, Oscars 2020 the 20, no it was 2020 wasn't it Was it Motherless Brooklyn, wasn't it? Yeah. Let's have a look. Motherless Brooklyn Oscars. 2019 it came out. 2019. So, yeah, surely it would have been. It got one nomin... Hang on, I'm looking at. Nominated... Oh, there we go. See all awards. It got nominated for... It's got to have been Best Actor, surely. Let's find out what you actually got an award. You got an award for uh, satellite awards. Ed Norton won best art direction and production design. Hmm. I don't think there's any Oscars on there. It hasn't won any Oscars. Oh. Hasn't won. So look, didn't win. A go- it got nominated for the Golden Globe. Yeah. Nominated for, for... best time capsule in the AARP Movies Grown Up Awards. Nice. Uh, American Film Awards nominee. Uh, best actor nominee. There we go. But he didn't win any. Gutted. No, seriously, he played the hell out of that role. You know, you, you actually forget that he doesn't have Tourette's in real life. That's how <laughs> well he plays it. It's incredible. Um, but the the story, the, the lighting, the backdrop that it was set against, oh, just everything about it, I just really enjoyed. That being said... I do have a bit of a, a crush on New York as it is. So this just added to that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, highly recommend that if you get around to watching it. Fair. Uh, one thing that stood out for me as well, I didn't realise how distinctive Alec Baldwin's head was from behind. Because <laughs> I didn't even realise he was in the film, but his first scene, yeah, you don't see him for the first like couple of minutes because it's always from behind. And... Uh, I was thinking, that's that's Alec Baldwin, that is. And it was Alec Baldwin. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, he's got a very distinctive back of head. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. So, any uh, anything else from you this week? No, but I have got a recommendation for you, which, to a point, comes okay. to your wifey, because she recommended it to me. Go on. Mr. Wright. Mr. Wright. Okay. Yes. Sam Brock. Uh, I think it was on Netflix. Okay. Sam Rockwell, Anna Kendrick, and Tim Roth. Tim Roth? Tim Roth. Okay. Do you like Tim Roth? I do like Tim Roth. Mostly because Tim Roth has... has, He did a show called Lie to Me. Mm. And I think they did like two and a half seasons. They cancelled it halfway through. Yeah. Um... 
and he has this the, there is one word that a British person will say better than anyone else. It is a swear word. It's my one of my favorite words that's ever used in an American TV series or American film. One word. Go on. Bollocks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. I don't care who it is. I don't care who says it. The minute that a British actor says the word bollocks, it just makes me laugh inside. And it's the most accurate word. And it sounds so right with a British accent mm. in an American TV series, film, whatever. Yeah. And he does it. He, him and oh, Mark something. What's his name from Supernatural? He's the other one who does it. Mark Shepard. Okay. Those two are my favourite people for saying the word bollocks. <laughs> really specific thing to enjoy. It's it's ser- next time you hear it, and for listeners, when you hear this word said by a British actor and a, uh, with a British accent in their TV, in their TV or film series, what have you, that word is just a little bit gleeful. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I couldn't tell you, you why. I couldn't tell it's... you why, but it's a really gleeful word to hear. A British person say the word bollocks. Is it up there with Samuel Jackson's catchphrase? Yes. Yeah, okay. I get you. <laughs> I can relate to this now. Yeah, it, it genuinely. So, yeah. So, Mr. Wright. But Tim Roth, he's yeah. also in a show called Tin Star. Now, I've only seen the first series of that, and I really enjoyed it. But there's, I think there's three seasons now, three or four seasons. Um, but it's all on Sky. And mate, if you get around to watching it, please watch it. it really he's is. also coming back as abomination. Yes, yeah, I've heard that as well. Mm-hmm. In fact, he is announced to be in it. Yeah. I'll be interested to see how that's brought in, because it can't be a prequel. Surely not. No, it's. I think it's following it through at this point, because we've... we've spoiler alert. Here we are. I remember to say it first time now. Hey. With WandaVision. Oh, mate. I was hoping we'd get onto this. Yeah, so WandaVision, we've now established where it is in the time-space continuum. Yeah. It's now set after... Sorry, during... Is it during? No. It's after Endgame. Yeah. Before Spider-Man. Far From Home. Yeah. It's uh, right at the start of Far uh, Far From Home. It's just as the blip ends... You know, where people yeah. start coming back. And yeah, should be interesting. Mm-hmm. Dare, dare I say it? Multiverse. I'm not sure how the She-Hulk will be in the multiverse or if it's just in canon from uh, roughly Ed Norton being in that the Hulk, the Incredible Hulk. But he's not my favourite Bruce Banner. I've got to say Mark Ruffalo is awesome. Yeah, no, he's and made I, that role his own. And I think Mark Ruffalo <laughs> has definitely cemented it in his own role when he did uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The level of panic Ruffalo had with his character, realising mm. that he is on another planet and that the Hulk has been in, in control for two years... <laughs> I think is the right level of reaction and just yeah. Oh yeah. Sheer panic. Yeah. That's uh that's one of my favourite Thor films to be fair. 
or the favourite film, uh, the favourite Thor film. That is a mouthful. That is a mouthful. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. three of them. That is the better one. Yeah, I'm interested to see how the fourth one pans out now. Yeah, the only the only Marvel character to have a fourth. Yeah. In the franchise. But they're bringing Jane back as well. And there's talk of her becoming Thor, Thor-S, however you want to call it. Yes. And, the, well, and at the moment, he is with the Guardians. Yeah. So, and obviously this is either going to be before or after, I would imagine it would be before the next Guardians film. Yeah. Storyline-wise. got to be. I just, I think everything has to pan out from this multiverse thing. It's got to. It has to. That's the only way for it to make sense that I can think of right now. I nearly said without it being far-fetched, but mm. multiverse. <laughs> it's Marvel. The entire thing is relatively far-fetched. Uh, relatively, but, you know. <laughs> Don't take this dream away from me, Johnny. <laughs> uh, no, I'm really looking forward to it. And tomorrow morning, yep. the next episode drops of WandaVision after that bombshell of a cliffhanger last week. Yep, looking forward to that. Very much looking yeah. forward to where this is going. We only have four more episodes left. Or as you're listening to us, I, sure I haven't watched the episode yet. Three more episodes left. Yeah. yeah. I think there's only nine in this series. It was eight. Is it nine. nine, is it? Okay. All right. That's all right then. One extra episode than I was expecting. Happy and days. And then we have to wait about two or three weeks. Falcon. And, and the Winter Soldier. And then we finish that. Wait another two weeks. Loki. Mm. Yeah. They've done this well, haven't they? They've they're finally, they're finally making the subscription worth it, in my opinion. <laughs> Again, I still don't understand how they've put imported stars. They've owned Fox, and yet we still haven't got the first Die Hard film. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I still think that's got to be something to do with the streaming rights. Die Hard two through five. But we won't learn how we first discover the character. No, we'll just watch him wait for his wife to get off a plane. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Uh, You're missing out on, do you mean, Hans Gruber? I know. I mean, the, the third one is going to make less sense without watching the first one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, I'm still very uh, much looking forward to the prequel called McLean. Because oh, who's... That's, that's what the prequel's going to be called. Please, please, please tell me they've recast the role and not just going to do this digital de-aging thing. Okay. I mean, they digital de-aging thing. They wouldn't need much to do on, on him. Really? He's the same, to a point, he's the same as Paul Rudd. Um... Paul Rudd hasn't yeah, aged, no, nor has Andy Samberg. Yeah, I give you that on those two, but I think Bruce Willis has considerably. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him in um, Split. No, not Split. Unbreakable. Yeah, and Glass. Look at him in that. Look at the difference in his character between Unbreakable and Glass. Yeah, don't get me wrong. He's aged a bit. Yeah. But... Do you know what I mean? I, I don't know. I don't think there's much to be done. It's like a toupee on him. It'd be fine. <laughs> toupee. Oh, man. I would love to see you say that to his face. 
<laughs> well, he's done it before. Or is he growing his hair? I don't know. I don't know. I can't work out if Bruce Willis is followed be challenged or not. He's got to be, surely. It's too smooth to be anything else. No, have you not seen Dale the Jekyll? I have, yeah. yeah that's fair. It's um, a good Jack Black film. First one, I think a about. very good Jack Black film. Yeah. He's in it for all the five minutes, and it's still the funniest five minutes in it. Yeah. You know, the, the weapon's out by <laughs> one millimeter. No, it's not. Watch this. Bye bye, arm. Spoiler. Sorry, yeah. I keep doing this. <laughs> I think we're going to have to rename this podcast to Spoilers. Yeah. I think just we just have, we, we should have a little typo at the beginning, like a little jingle at the beginning. Caution this show contains spoilers. Consider yes. this your yeah. spoiler alert. You've just done it. We'll use yeah. that from now on. There we go. <laughs> uh, message so, from our spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> spoilers. So we've had a bit of a mixed bag today. Yeah. So not not really a set agenda like we had on the previous episodes, but uh, I've I've enjoyed this. It's been a good yeah. chat. And uh, as always, guys, you can always find us on uh, social media at Chattertainment on Twitter and on Instagram, and you can search for us on Facebook with Chattertainment UK. Also, don't and... forget you can find us on Anchor FM forward slash Chattertainment. We're also yes. on Spotify and other streaming services as well. We are indeed. And to, to just top off the uh, this section of the podcast, uh, Patreon, please go have a look at our Patreon accounts. If you want to hear some extras, such as our Twitter poll conversations, uh, go have a look, patreon.com forward slash chattertainments and get involved in the conversation.